0: Welcome to the Share Hope Global Podcast with DJ and Denise Bagwell. We are back in the house. Denise, you are with me. How are you feeling today, Denise? I feel amazing. Amazing. Really,
1: really amazing. Yes, it feels
0: good
1: to be back, DJ. Sometimes
0: (laughs) all you need is a uh, five-year vacation from a podcast and you'll feel amazing. (laughs) No, guys, we um, are back by Popular Demand. We apologize. We missed you. We've uh, had to yeah, take some time it. off, really to do some commitments. We're going to talk about what we've been doing and also how you could partner with us on what we've been doing. But we also have had a number of people, Denise, I'm sure you can share the same thing that have said they enjoyed the podcast.
1: Absolutely. The podcast helped us. them. They miss <laughs> us, right? A lot yeah. of
0: times this is how they hear our voice uh-huh. and our opinions on certain topics. Exactly. So we are back with you. I can't promise this is going to be every week, mm-hmm. but we want to do more more on a more routine basis because we know that you get value from this podcast and that's our hope we don't make money from this we want to minister to people absolutely
1: and we have people say that they learn so much from our podcast so um that's that's been really motivating to us to come back and that's what actually is exciting to be back again with you guys
0: yes and i would say if we can encourage people help people yeah That's what we get out of this. Now, if you're an advertiser, you want to advertise on our podcast. We would love to have (laughs) you. (laughs) Nothing wrong with a little money. (laughs) Yes. Um, So let's talk about what what um, we've been doing. Let's start with Denise. So, what have you been doing? So, our last podcast I want to say was October 2018. Think about that. That So you would have just had the baby, probably a couple months after that. Yes. Three kid life. So tell us more. What, what have you been, been doing? What are you working on now?
1: It, well, you know, life has been amazing. <laughs> a lot of adjustments. Um, so obviously, trying to adjust to three kids, finding my new normal, our new normal, um, just having three kids. I've also, what, what is exciting, I've also started with a health and wellness company. Yes. It's always been my passion, and I thought, why not just
0: jump? Hashtag Move Challenge. Yes. (laughs) I'm on day five right now. I haven't moved yet, so I need to go move.
1: (laughs) Yes, day five today, but the Move Challenge has been wonderful. I have been so blessed by everybody reaching out and just saying thank you, Denise, for encouraging us and motivating us to move. And that actually, it makes me feel really proud, you know, just throwing something out there. And people just grabbing on us. So please, if you do, if you are doing the move challenge, tag me, posted any pictures. I I love seeing you guys just move.
0: Yes, and I think it's important. You know, we talk in this podcast about living life with purpose, and uh, we talk about faith-based things. We talk about life, marriage, relationships. Yeah. We only get one body in this life, and so we got to treat it well. That's what I'm really working on. I'm excited about this Move Challenge in your health and wellness business that you're really launching and building up right now uh, because it's helping me get better control over my health. We're all busy. I would say I don't know anyone who just sits around all day long at this point in our life. So really it's how do we find that balance with family, careers, but also still treat our bodies
1: And uh, you know what I realize is that we neglect our bodies at the end of the day because we always take care of somebody else it's always the kids it's always the spouse it's always the family but we never really make time for ourselves and that's really what i want to bring to people's attention is like take time for yourself take care of yourself because your children are going to need you your spouse are going to need you you know so if you don't take care of yourself you actually
0: doing them a disservice and for my single people out there that have six-pack abs still, okay, <laughs> I think taking time for yourself could even look like mental health breaks, yes, right, where absolutely. the emotional health breaks, where you're always at the gym, you're always at work, and you don't make time to maybe sit at home and have prayer time at home absolutely. or meditation time with God or or just take a vacation. If absolutely. You, if you go buy yourself on vacation or go with one friend, just... It's the
1: best time to travel.
0: That still affects your health. That stress yes. level, those things affect impact your health, so... Absolutely. Um, that's awesome. So three kid life. Yes. So launching a new business, still doing show sure global. You've been doing more ministry work. I know.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. You
0: have some different ministry projects you're work on. I don't know if you're ready to share. Yeah. You're willing to save it for later. We have, we have <laughs> more podcasts. I'm to save that for later. All right, cool. But, um, I can't say ladies are in for a treat. I'll, I'll leave it there. Ladies are in for a treat. It's, uh, we have some good things coming, uh, for myself. Um, I've kind of taken a break from, uh, the podcast just because number one, work responsibilities, Busier than ever, traveling more than ever. Um, but I love it. I'm fulfilled. We're doing well as a family. We mm-hmm. uh, were really just getting our normal and bounce as a family. We've, we've moved all over um, and finally have settled in. Got yeah. a house, building up the house. It
1: feels good to feel just, wow, this is it. You know what I mean? As <laughs> they say, our
0: family is complete.
1: Yes. Please,
0: no more. With three is enough. We love our little boy Elijah, our two girls. Yes. Um, so we're busy with family, work. And also ministry. So from a ministry standpoint, as you know, we have Share Hope Global, and we were focused on really helping Tampa and South Africa. Those were our two yes. markets that we were really focused on. And in regards to Tampa, I've had the opportunity to help uh, become a men's ministry leader at our local church. And this is church, one of the fastest growing churches in America. Yes. We love our church. We love our pastors. And um, oh, absolutely. it's been an honor to serve them in there. And that could be literally a full-time job by itself. Yes. And so, really, I want to take time away to focus on men's ministry, give the men of our church God's men what they deserve, and build up our leadership team, get some things in place. And so now, not that um, I'm not busy with that, but really, we've got to a good place where now I have a little bit more free time. It's not I'm not drinking from the fire hose anymore. I think
1: you found the balance. Yes, I really do think you found the balance, and it's important to take time to find that balance. Yes, because you can't scurry all over the place. No, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, I, I heard this phrase, jack of all trades, but master of none. You know, you need to master at least one, you know, and I think you found that balance, which is awesome to see.
0: And that's what really, honestly, I'm trying to do. And that's what I preach to other people is really eliminating things that are not a part of your purpose. Absolutely. And focusing. So men's ministry is part of my focus. That's why I had to say yes to the opportunity because, uh, number one, I know that God put men on my heart. I have a passion yes. to see men grow. I am a man. I've done men's ministry for <laughs> almost a decade now. Mm-hmm. Most recent book, Kingdom of Confessions for Men. So really I have a heart for men. And so um that allows us because Denise, everything I do for men's ministry, everything I do for my and for my career, Denise yeah. is a part of, right? Even if she's not doing it physically, I couldn't do it without her support. And so that allows us to minister in Tampa Bay Area. Yeah. Denise also works with the church as well in different capacities. But that men's ministry allows me to really focused and especially through such a great vehicle that our church is we can serve tampa bay that way but then for south africa we have a heart for south africa and that's where sure global comes in we have the podcast for our international listeners our number one downloaded podcast is your business um your your business is your ministry Mm -hmm. and that is really i think because of the international basis of it you know absolutely um and so, we know we have listeners in Nigeria, South yes. Africa, America, probably some in Canada. I can look at the analytics, but this podcast is for you. We still have surehopeglobal.org. Yes. That's still there. We're still listening to projects we're doing. We still go speech, um, go preach and teach yes. when available. Absolutely. Um, and now, we're working on a project. We're working on a project where we are helping our a pastor and a friend of ours, Pastor J.J. Zandi Zondi, yes. in, in
1: South, South Africa. Africa.
0: And um, he's doing amazing, amazing mm-hmm. work. We're gonna post more pictures on our Trump Global Facebook and our um, and our IG page. That way, you can see what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He's working with some of the poorest communities. Yes, in the Johannesburg area. In would you say? But
1: yes, absolutely. He has what is so amazing about Pastor Zani, He has a heart for people, and truly genuine heart for people. And so, what he's done is um, finding ways. To put food on people's um, tables, you know, to provide a meal, and that really touched our hearts. Well, let's
0: pause yeah. for a second on that, right? Because for our American listeners, sometimes yes. we don't really understand what it's like elsewhere, right? Yes. Here Absolutely. in America, say, you know, you're not, you know, you're not doing well financially, and you yes. need food. There's the there's the link card. I don't know what it's called anymore. Food stamps. Food stamps. Right? There's different yes. government programs, food pantries. It's
1: something to help. And, and yes. you're,
0: you're in South Africa, in these townships, in some of the poorest areas. Yes. Is, I mean, you know better than I. Is, is there uh, food stamps?
1: There's no government. There's nothing that helps you. It's really between you and God. <laughs> yeah. Really somebody that um God touches their heart to help you out. So it's really, it's different. If you don't have food, if you don't have means, it really you go hungry.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and that's where Pastor Zandi, when he saw the need, that's where ego went in and said okay i have to do something and that really touches our hearts that somebody can see the need and wants to do something you yes. know and we want to help
0: so i'm going to make sure i post pictures and how you can help on our facebook Absolutely. and our instagram page um you can make a uh, uh, tax deductible donation through beth Vote, our partner ministry that we work with um, I'll put the details there. But we're going to be raising money to help Absolutely. out their projects. So I know, number one, the projects that they're working on right now is they need deep freezers. Yes. A deep freezer, I believe, is $300 American apiece. They need about five of them. Five of them. Right? And so I just want to be honest with you guys. God put this on my heart that we need to start tapping into our friends and family and Absolutely. listeners to help raise money. Because Denise and I, by the grace of God, could help really do a lot of these things by ourselves, right, with our personal income. but I believe what I heard God say was that that limits our faith and our capacity to help because if we can only help from what we can do, which is something, but not everything that God is able to do and what we all can do together, then we're limiting what God's impact in that area. So Mm -hmm. starting now, we're really going to start focusing on asking you for help, you listeners, your friends, your family none of this money goes to us. We don't take any fees. We don't have a staff. It's just me and Denise <laughs> yes. and the Holy Spirit. Yes. And we have our team in South Africa. Denise's yes. sister memory sister is memory. really yeah. our person in South Africa who's on the ground. Um, she took videos. We ho- we should hopefully have some videos soon, yes. but really about what we're doing there. And all the money goes straight to, to a pastor that we have relationship mm-hmm. with. We've heard uh, from some other people that Sometimes if you try to give money to different governments, to different countries, it might not get to the organization. Well, we have connections based on our family relationships where the money will get directly to To the people.
1: Absolutely. We have
0: people we trust. We trust Pastor Zandi.
1: Absolutely. He's so honest. Yeah. And, you know, he shares everything with us. And that's why we will share it with you too, and you will you will find compassion through these pictures. Oh my goodness! Absolutely, you <laughs> will be touched through these pictures that he you know that he took, and it touched us. I know that it did touch us, and that's why we want to do something.
0: He was telling me that, uh, in fact, because we helped uh, last Christmas, we sent some resources over yes. last Christmas, yes. and um, he said that there were children-led families. Mm-hmm. So the mo- the mother passed away, the father yes. is not in the picture. And you have kids leading kids, Absolutely. children leading children, and some of them might get a, I believe the number was $28 American a month. Mm-hmm. They might get some type of assistance from somewhere, I don't know if it's from a church or somewhere. $28, $28. a month is what the family's living on. They need your support. Awesome.
1: $28, so $28 me, is what you
0: eat at McDonald's. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, so.
1: Well, me, it might be a little more. No, i
0: But. The whole point is, is that is, yeah. they need your support, they need your help. So the deep freezers, I know the first thing they need, right? Five yes. deep freezers, that's $1,500. I don't know, something, you can write that check today, right now, just be done with it. Um, after that, they need hot plates and different things like a that. stove,
1: as well as a microwave. Yes. So, yeah, they just need necessities, like something they need to actually get the food out there. You know? w-
0: without a doubt. And so, uh, pay attention to our shared global uh, social media. Yes. You can also email us at dbagwell at surehopeglobal.com okay and again that that email will reach one of us Bagwell at surehopeglobal.com if you email us you can say hey here's how i want to help here's what i can do connect me Wh- whatever it is we want to make sure yeah. these people are taken care of and there's Absolutely. many more projects he's feeding hundreds of thousands of people feeding them tra- giving them job training yes. so much great things to come so he is who we're partnering with the least for this year, and maybe for years and years to come.
1: Absolutely. And I think most important, pray for him. Yes. Pray that God continually uses him. Pray that God keeps giving him the strength to do this every day because he does this every single day. So please send your prayers to Pastor Zondi. um, And just for God to keep using him because we're so appreciative of him being in South Africa and doing this for the communities right there.
0: Yeah. So... Yeah. So we're gonna transition uh-huh. um, again, tax deductible donation. I don't want to forget that. So if you want to help or if you say, I don't care about the tax deduction, you just want to send money. Uh, if you know this person, you can send us money. We, we we will make a way. We will let you know how to get it done. but there is a way for you to make it tax deductible through a nonprofit uh, um, donation. donation. so okay. we're going to transition. People sent listener questions to us <laughs> last year. They, they might know, have been so going through this whole time. We apologize again. This we is really called do. the apology podcast. We apologize if we left you. We apologize if you sent us questions we never answered them. I know. But we did not forget your questions. They are still and these here are good and they are still relevant. Somebody <laughs> might get helped if you have went through and lost hope. That's we hope that she was still listening and mm-hmm. we want to give you some hope today and some. Insight. Let me give get the disclaimer. We are not certified therapists. We are not marriage <laughs> counselors. We are just two people living life who we believe are God inspired. We've okay. went through life. We have uh, mentors that teach us things, Absolutely. and we hope most importantly that the Holy Spirit and the Word, which is our guiding force. Yeah is going to give us the answer right everything we do is going to be word-based we believe the, the bible is infallible truth It's the word of god Absolutely. It's, it was relevant back then it's relevant, it was relevant now. right now I feel like preaching. Hold <laughs> up. and hey. so what we want to do is boss, <laughs> boss,
1: <keep on> <laughs>
0: <laughs> we want to do is give you a word-based help uh but also just life-based we want to make it realistic yes. right and yes. so here's the first i'm going to start at the end
1: okay. and so the
0: first question i have is here um I want to hear more about happiness and marriage. Um, I really enjoy the the podcast that you guys have about keeping uh, marriage in fun alive. So that's not really a question, but let me uh, talk. Let, let's talk about that. So yes. talking about happiness and marriage, and this could be a whole separate podcast for us. And so yes. let me ask you, Denise. Start off by asking you, what do you think? Number one, about happiness in marriage. I have some thoughts on it. What do you think about happiness in marriage?
1: I think a my concept. first the concept so my first thing I would say that you should be happy first. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think for me is my whole aim is to make you make sure that I make you happy. So mm-hmm. what makes DJ happy? You know, a good plate of food makes DJ happy. Oh, <laughs> no, honestly, I mean, I think also understanding the five love languages. What is your love language? Mm -hmm. And um, I know acts of service, right, is one of your love languages. So just doing something to make sure that I see that, okay, this makes DJ happy. I'm going to do what makes DJ happy. Yeah. And I think it it works the same for you too, you know, and also praying about it. I pray a lot. It's like, okay, Holy Spirit, guide me. Show me what I can do to always make sure that I have a smile on my husband's face.
0: Yeah. And I I think that's the number one key is if each person is focused not on their own happiness, but on the other person serving the other person, that's when you really see marriage come alive. Um, I also think just talking about happiness in general, right? Happiness really can be a fleeting and subjective feeling.
1: Absolutely.
0: Right? Our joy should be in God. I know that sounds like, yeah, whatever, DJ. But seriously, we should have joy based in who we are, who God made us, our relationship with God. And I think if we have a foundation of that, that allows us to be joyful and happy, happy yeah. throughout various joy. We're not always going to be happy. We're not always happy, yeah. not always happy no. in marriage. You have tough <laughs> no. times. I lost my job, and yeah. we were like, "Where's the money going to come from?" That's oh, not happy, is. right? I had
1: to do a job I did not like. Yes. <laughs> but I had to do it. Well, I
0: had to do it, right? I was and about family. there's times when we've lost family members. Absolutely. We've um, fought, right? Disagreements and yeah. things like that. It's not always happy, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's. And I wonder, did God create marriage for happiness? Part of me feels like God created marriage to help us grow, right? To help us um, do life in the way he called us to do, right? We're supposed to um, be on earth as Christians, creating a kingdom, being living a kingdom culture on earth, number one. Um, We're supposed to be fulfilling our purpose. We're supposed to be uh, being fruitful and multiplying. Yes. We're supposed to be having dominion in the earth. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to be uh, leading people to Jesus, winning souls for Jesus Christ. Marriage is a powerful institution that allows us to do those things. And in those Absolutely. things we can find happiness.
1: Shoot, reach it now. Okay. And
0: but 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 honestly, but I think that's right. the, I think you're we're right. so focused on I want to be happy because we have this idea of TV marriages that everybody's happy, no one Absolutely. fights. it. And that's and that's not talking saying that we should be angry serving Jesus, right? That's no. not what I'm talking. I'm talking about number one, establishing happiness and joy in yourself. Yes. And Absolutely. Without and some people listening right now are not Christians, and mm. I understand that. And you might find happiness and going to the gym and all that, but my question is. Is that lasting? Yeah. The one thing I saw that was so cool and going to a story about my mom. So I lost my sister in a car accident about 10 years ago, about 10 years ago. And so my mom wasn't happy, but I saw a peace that was beyond understanding because her relationship with God. God, I don't know how you do that without God. People do it, maybe therapy, I don't know, but I know that my happiness and my joy in the midst of craziness and turmoil comes through my relationship knowing that number one this is not the end yes if everyone dies around me i'm gonna see them again in heaven
1: absolutely right those who accept jesus christ as lord
0: that gives me peace yes but also in my marriage knowing that god i'm living this for you i'm gonna do what the bible says to do if i do that because i married a woman who also values you and is connected to you she's going to be served through the way i serve her through your love right the bible tells me as a husband love my wife as christ loved the church if i yes. do that you're happy the bible tells wives to honor their husbands when absolutely. i feel honored i'm happy yes. so when we do it god's way we find happiness we find fulfillment in marriage absolutely any absolutely. other thoughts on that
1: no i completely agree you know years ago somebody told me that um, we shouldn't strive just for happiness but we should strive for joy yes because joy is lasting happiness comes you know spring you know as an event but joy is lasting. So we have to be after the joy and the Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. So every morning we wake up we find that joy. And having that joy, you know, it's 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 lasting. you want to do stuff for your husband yeah. or your spouse, you know? Well I have yeah. a,
0: the next question you want to read and want me to Yes read it? I do. Okay.
1: I have one I have a single
0: question. So okay. no oh, single. This is for, <laughs> keep it in the in the
1: So um love married friends. Mm-hmm. I know that they love and care um, about me and they want to see the best for me. But it seems that sometimes they can be a bit too much and too intrusive with asking questions about my love life. Mm. Either that any guy that they see me with has to be a date or a potential and it can sometimes sow a seed of confusion for me mm-hmm. as a single woman. How do I tell my married friends to back up <laughs> a bit without being disrespectful?
0: Okay, that's a lot in that question. Yes. Um, And so let me think, let me, let's me break that down. So she's single, a lot of married friends. Yes. Uh, I know they love me, they care for me, they want the best for me, but it seems like sometimes they can be a bit too intrusive. So let's talk about that. Number one, being single with married friends, that could be challenging, right? Because Absolutely. they're giving you advice, they're giving you input based on their walk in life. Uh-huh. At the same time, it's... It's good to have married friends, good to have single friends, or whatnot. But, um, it's good this person knows that they're being intrusive because they love this person, right? Um, I, absolutely, yeah, we don't know if this is a does it say if it's a guy it's living female? my best life? Oh, it's a guy or oh, any guy they see. <laughs> I'm assuming this is a, female. It is a female, so okay, so I'm sure her friends love her, been intrusive, asking questions about a love life. Any guy that they've seen me with has to be a date of potential. Sometimes it can so confusion for confusion from a single woman. Okay, let's talk about that. This is good. So, in the and this especially happens in the church world, right, yes. where you see two people hanging out and all of a sudden they're dating. We put this pressure on people, these single people, that oh you're hanging out with this guy, okay, what's happening? And then sometimes uh, you like the, you have this saying if they still start building castles, right? They start, yeah,
1: castles in the air. They start building up, oh, man,
0: well, maybe they do like me. And all yeah. of a sudden it creates confusion in what could be a friendship. Absolutely. So married people, 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 whoever you are, <laughs> let people live their lives, man. Yes, stop stop putting expectations <laughs> and things in place, right? It's, yes. I don't think it hurts to ask, hey, is there something going on? You, you know?
1: I, I think that, you know, establish some boundaries. Mm. You know, as a single person, establish some boundaries with your married um friends. Also, you know, me being married, I know that we always want to give unsolicited advice. You know, advice mm-hmm. that nobody asked for. Nobody. You know, we should always, and, and I don't always want to, you know, you know, I do always want to make it about the Holy Spirit. Just not the Holy Spirit if we should give that yes. advice. That's something that I learned. You know, especially, let me take it a little step further, being pregnant. You have all these women coming to give you advice. and you're like, wait a minute, I didn't ask for it. Yes. You know, hold on, you're confusing me on my journey. And it's the same thing is that you will confuse somebody on their journey, and that's not one thing that you want to do. Because if you don't consult the Holy Spirit, who told you who told you that was the man for her? Mm-hmm. Who told you that was somebody that she was supposed to put attention to? You know, did you ask the Holy Spirit about that? Yeah. And I would say to this um, single friend, be honest with your married friend. Say, look, I appreciate your advice, but I really don't want it right now. Because at this minute, I'm not, first of all, looking You know, actively looking, or this is what I'm doing, or be honest because then they know how to treat the relationship. So when they do see you with the guy, they know okay, the guy that you're seeing me with. This is the one. right. You I'll know let, you I know I let you know when it gets and I will pull
0: you in when I'm ready.
1: Exactly. So I think that's fair. Parties, yeah?
0: I think that's true in every relationship. Just be honest up front, but you can be respectful with Absolutely. that. Absolutely. But hey, Absolutely. I I appreciate you caring about me. I know you want the best for me. Yes. I'll let you know something happens, but any guy you see me with, or any woman you see me with, don't assume don't that assume because, because it puts pressure on me. Exactly. And just be then, transparent.
1: Exactly. Ex, uh, exactly. And then. When she is in a relationship, that's when you can give the advice. You yes. know what I mean? If you she know wants now. It. If she wants it, that's true. She might have objective
0: She might not want your objective advice. I'm No, <laughs> no, no but I'm
1: just saying that, you know, um, usually single friends would always, you know, like consult, me and say, okay, what did you do when this happened? What did you do when that happened? Wait for that time Yeah. and then give the advice. On him.
0: Love it. All right. I have another one. This is another single person. Oh, boy. She called herself Sally. I don't, I don't, I
1: don't know if that's a <laughs> real name. Sally. Yeah, single Sally. We
0: call her Single Sally's asking. I'm 35. I'm single, very involved in my church, operating in various auxiliaries. And I seem to keep getting asked to do more, and uh, to be more involved with the church, right? How do I honor my commitments to serving and maintain my stress levels? This is the, uh, this is so the Church a People question. Podcast. This is This is for real because... <laughs> We're talking about church culture for a minute, yeah. right? And this is also, I think, work culture as well. Absolutely. You and I both have experienced in corporate, corporate, in the corporate world, right, yes. for big companies. Um, and we know talented people mm-hmm. get pulled on, and get pulled on a, a lot, lot yeah. especially in churches, especially smaller churches, if you will. Yes. Your faithful few get worn out. So let's speak to the pastors and the leaders that are listening. We have to find ways to... And in manner, business managers even. We have to find ways to understand how our people feel. Yes. Absolutely. And we can't put everything. We know they're dependable. And I do this too sometimes as a, as a ministry leader, as a business leader. You put so much on your key people. You wear them out. Because you know they'll get the job done. And you know they're dependable. Absolutely. But we have to find balance with their personal lives. And, and of course, you say, hey, is this too much? And they say, yeah, because they don't want to let you down. They don't. I've been there before. They
1: the office that you're in. They right. They you know. Um, who you are? Uh, pasta? Why am
0: I going to say no to pasta? You know. <laughs> and I and I do think our church, from what I've seen, does a good job of um, involving both the spouse, um, the spouse and, and the leader, and trying to make sure that they're together um, for events. Mm-hmm. You know, like I've seen, yeah. like for example, in church, they'll sit together in church a lot of times. Some some ministries they're so busy they're running. You know, mm-hmm. both people running around and separate. They don't sit in church services together. Absolutely. Something that's small, but I think yes. even in business, I have a good manager right now who cares about how my family's doing so I think caring about people having personal relationships will help my leaders understand if there's too much stress on them and it creates a relationship where the person can be honest which leads me to the next piece of advice first single Sally um you know a lot of times when you're single, you don't have the excuse that, oh, I have my kids and I have a wife and I'm too yes. busy or I have a husband, right? So they think, oh, you're single, you can do all that. You can this. do all of that,
1: yeah. <laughs> you
0: still need that emotional, that mental health balance and time, Absolutely. time to go to the gym, time to live your life, time to go on vacation. And I think, again, we're going to say this again, come back to communication. Yes. I learned, the best thing I've learned, I think, in 2000, end of 18, 19, was how to say no.
1: Yes. Because, I was going to, yes, that. That be my point. Yeah, I'm in, I'm,
0: no. in, I'm in similar situations where you're gifted and talented and used and you're available and people say, can you do this? Can you lead this? Can you lead this? And sometimes you got to say no.
1: No. Yes, absolutely. And I, let me explain why
0: no. So yes, Sorry, sorry absolute, lady,
1: please. Absolutely. No, go ahead. No, no. I learned, I had to learn this on the hard way where people have been pulling on me and all of that. And one of my good friends told me, Denise, have you ever tried saying no? mm Um, And it's not because you're rude or disrespectful, but no, I cannot do this because ABC whatever, you know, or I'm committed already to this task or that task because first of all, you don't want to look sloppy in any job that you do, especially for church. So don't take more on than what you know you can handle. Another thing for me though is there's so many other people in church that has talents, you know, that... I don't want to say gets overlooked, but I've probably not discovered because they you know, usually behind, sits at the back of the church and all of that. So if you are that person that gets approached a lot, try and look out for those people mm-hmm. and say, you know what? I've identified somebody yeah, that good. actually has a gift in that. Yes. Why don't we pull them in, you know, and that. talk to them about that? Because church has, a lo- church has a lot of talent, but not everybody will come up and say, hey, how can I be used? I like that. You know what I mean? So... I I think it's important. If you get pulled on a lot, look and and see if there's other people with that. I promise you, you're going to find somebody that has the talent to do whatever you get pulled on to do.
0: I love it. Let's go, for the sake of time, let's move to the next question here. So I see someone says that um, they are an entrepreneur. This is a a woman as well who's single. I love all of our single (laughs) women listeners and even the entrepreneurs. You know we love you. Um, and they say that when they are running into men, they're seeing like the men are saying that it seems like you wouldn't have time for me. The men they're meeting. So Denise, Denise is making a face. (laughs) You can't see the face, but she's like, I'm making faces. (laughs) So these men are saying, it seems like you don't have time for me. And her response is, why would I drop my business for a man? I'm gonna need you to be able to have your own thing going on as well. So let's talk about that. I first of all I like that response.
1: Absolutely. Right?
0: So why did you make that face when these guys were saying, Hey, it seems like you're too busy for me
1: I where's the confidence though? Oh, man <laughs> You know I if you say that, where's your confidence, honey? You don't have any confidence, which right. means you're not the one for me. Well, there you go. Not at all. I mean, if you said that when we were dating, I was in corporate. I was running around doing sales and all of right. that. If you said, oh, it doesn't look like you have time for me, you know. No, then I don't want to deal with you. Would you, <laughs> you, know? And
0: I, you know what? I would say, for, let me speak to that guy, right? Because yes. like, we're making fun of this guy, and maybe he just needs some direction or some help. So, yes. brother, if you... Are going to women women and saying, you don't feel like you got time for me. This ain't going to work, right? Maybe, number one, you need to get your own stuff going on.
1: Absolutely. The best
0: thing about being single is you can fully dedicate yourself to what you're having, whether it's ministry, work, right? Maybe you Absolutely. need to figure out what your purpose is and give yourself to that during this time. Grow with God. Grow your relationship. Maybe it's not time for you to be dating somebody. No. Maybe you can't add value to that person at that time. Maybe that's, that's not the right person for you. There are some mm-hmm. people where... If I was single right now in my life that I might not be compatible with. If you're someone who, if we want to have children and you want to be a CEO and I'm trying to be a CEO and we're running past each other in the night and our kids don't see us, maybe that's not the right fit for me, Mm -hmm. right? And so, not everybody's the right fit. It's okay if that person might be too busy for you. Absolutely. Or you just might not be confident to your point and you want to slow this person down and want her to stop her business and you know, be exactly.
1: there for I, the <laughs> Be happy for her. Celebrate her. Yeah. It's like, hey, what can I do to make the load easier on, on you? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think as a woman, you know, and, and, and that's just real just society. It's not just United States. but It's all across yeah. the globe where it's almost believed that a woman shouldn't, you know, have her own. A woman shouldn't because we're always seen. we're supposed to be in the kitchen or we're supposed to, you know, just be with the kids. No, we can actually have it all. One well, think that Guarded. He really gave us the strength to handle it all. Sometimes yeah. we do get tired, but we—it's important to have that spouse or that partner in our lives that supports us. And I think that's—that's that's what you do so well—is support oh. everything. That you know, when I come to you, you look at me, you give me a face first, but. <laughs> I, you know, we talk about it and we pray but, and you support me, especially with this health and wellness. I have three kids. Yeah. I have a whole family. Yeah. Okay. I'm still trying to find the balance with the three kids. On top of my travel schedule. With, with your, your travel global global schedule, exactly ministry, all that
0: stuff, right? All
1: of that stuff. But you didn't stop me like yes, babe, go for it. How can I be over support? Instead of, oh, now we're not gonna see each other, we don't have time you know. So first of all, honey, where's your confidence? Be 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 confident in yourself. Have your own. Because if you have your own you won't see hers as a threat.
0: Alright. I agree. You know And also if you truly care about that person, first of all, before you should be trying to date somebody, you should be their friend and if you're a Absolutely. friend you care about them. So Absolutely. if I care about you, I don't want I don't want you to drop your business for me. Yes. That means I don't yes. really care about you. I yeah. care about myself more than you. So
1: Absolutely.
0: Let's again for the sake of time, um, let's keep let's keep it moving here. So the next question there's two more questions left. The next one is how do you balance being restrictive versus free? as far as what your children experience in the media. This is good, because we're living this life oh right yes. now. We have an almost 11-year-old. Mm-hmm. She is going into sixth grade. It's getting real oh out goodness. there in the streets. <laughs> Not that she Everybody has with an iPhone goodness. nowadays. And yes. so yes. the question this person asking is, how do you find balance between being restrictive versus free? What are your thoughts on that? What's your wow. media consumption?
1: Media consumption. Honestly, I consult the Holy Spirit. And I know it sounds like a broken record, but I really do. Mm. All right, and I sit down and I talk to our daughter Ivana, and i like, okay, what is it? I just found out they did some education at school, and I'm like, wait a minute, okay, yeah. let's have the conversation. I think conversations at home is better than conversations outside in the streets because you cannot control what she learns there, right. and then from there you can kind of say, okay, this is what I want you to be exposed. This is what I want you to watch, and also. Watch what they watch. You will know yeah. what is you know, what is, is appropriate and what is not appropriate. I know there were many shows that I sat down with you, I'm like no, hold up. You cannot watch that. And she'll ask me. You always have to explain to them right. why they cannot, right. because then they'll understand and not be rebellious on, you know, watching it when you don't, you're not around, or watching it, you know, at their friends' house. Mm-hmm. I know Ivana does it really, really well. If it's something that you can't watch at home, she'll tell her friends, "I'm like, sorry, I cannot watch that."
0: And Ivana, too. Let's make a point this Ivana's a pretty, a really, really good kid. I know better,
1: she's, she's
0: better like, than me when I was that, that age. Cause that. my parents <laughs> said I couldn't watch it. And I'm like, I'm with my friends' house. And I'm gonna yeah. watch it there, but. Yeah. I think you you hit a key point. Number one, communication has to be open in the house. Absolutely. Before we even get to media, if they don't feel like they can talk to you, then it's gonna, you're going to have a tough time having those uh, discussions.
1: Absolutely. Number
0: two, you have to have a family culture, and standard that everybody lives by. Yes. If I tell you, you can't watch this, but then you see me watching it yes. and, and inappropriate things, mm-hmm. you're going to say, well, why are you telling me you can't, right? I remember feeling that way going up in church. You're telling me not to do this, but when I see you outside, you're doing this. It's yeah, like, and, and I was a kid, I right, because they don't understand. First of all, there's some things we have to talk about. I'm an adult. <laughs> Here's why mm-hmm. I can do this, and you can't, right? Mm-hmm. Some certain some things, right? But other things, I'm like, you're right. I shouldn't be exposing myself to this thing, So mm-hmm. I think it starts with communication Absolutely. goes to the standards that our house. So if I'm listening to a bunch of cussing music in the car and I tell her she can't listen yeah. to it, that seems kind of hypocritical.
1: Absolutely. So number one,
0: I don't listen to those things. I don't expose myself. Mm-hmm. Just as a, a grown man believe I don't need those things in my mm-hmm. life, right? There's so much great Christian... I love hip-hop. Mm-hmm. And every now and then, I, 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 I'll put on a little Jay-Z. I might put on some for <laughs> a second, but it just doesn't sit right with it my doesn't. spirit. But there's so many good Christian... Women, Social Club, Misfits, Lecrae, Andy Minio. I love... Oh, I just There's so much good music out there Absolutely. right now that you can listen to that you don't have to... So for the music side of media... I expose Ivana to a bunch of cool music, that we listen to music together. Absolutely, and but she that,
1: loves it. She knows every song. And,
0: <laughs> and she still hears songs at school, right? Mm-hmm. But she prefers Christian music because, number one, we raised her in a Christian home. Yes. We raised her with good morals. That's our that's our compass. That's our culture. Mm-hmm. So it's easy for her to stay in that lane. Number two, she does. she's probably the only kid in her class that does not have a cell phone right now.
1: Absolutely.
0: She's not ready for it yet. No. She doesn't need it. We pick her up. She can call from the school cell phone. She had a cell phone for a little bit as one of them cricket cell phones that you can text, <laughs> make a phone call, and that's it. And that was really <laughs> no difficult to communicate
1: with our family back in South Africa, right. too. Right. Well, and know, also because
0: she used to walk like, to school for to a time school, period yeah. within our little divi- yeah. subdivision, and she needed a phone just for emergency. We took that away because she I, was playing games and other stuff. Yeah,
1: they don't need that, honestly. At, at this age, I mean, for right? For us. For, for us. As a family, she doesn't need it. We actually had the conversation, um, myself and Ivana, yesterday, and she asked mommy, why not? And I said to her, what do you want to do with the cell phone? Mm. I want to call my friends. You can use my phone. Um, I want to text my friends. You can use my phone. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to take pictures. You can use my phone.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so you don't yeah. need a phone. You don't need a phone.
1: Uh, okay, you're right. You're really right. You know what I mean? Right. So, I, think, again, communication I think it's cool that, that. you said
0: why are you answered in said just because I said so. Yes. That doesn't help understand Well, you can use it and you've no. a solution. I think also... Um, and everybody, family, everyone's family dynamic is different. So we're not telling you take your kids' cell phone away. No. But that is one way that you can help them with their media consumption. Say your kid already has a cell phone. They ask the question, find the balance between being, you know, restrictive and free. Absolutely. I think free means you. They have a cell phone, but maybe you put there are so many apps now, and and there's iPhone settings where you can restrict what they have access to. Yes. There's programs in place. Um, so, again, just finding you and Google ways to find ways to help manage Absolutely. your kids' media consumption. Even our TVs, the cable has certain restrictions, Netflix accounts. So, a lot of things are built in as far as helping manage that. But you really need to have what is your family's cultural compass and belief exactly. system and managing it based on that. And everybody in the house has to be bought. in. if you are watching, because, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie, I watch Game of Thrones. That's something I watch that maybe um, Iv- Ivana is definitely not allowed to watch. No. So I watched that on my own, right? Yes. And um, I probably should, maybe should be watching that myself, right? I, I,
1: I've never watched Denise that Denise you know? doesn't. I'm but, one of those so... people, I'm never, and I'm not interested. In I love so the I'm writing. Sad. Maybe if that I'm last season. I'm And people don't like I that just... last season. Yeah. I, but
0: the writing was amazing, though. And I, it's, it's, I, I, and I enjoyed the show, but that's something I've watched on my own time.
1: Yes.
0: And, you know, in pride where she's not watching it with me. So it's like, mm-hmm. at the same time, we watch other things together. So anyways, that's that. Um, you want to, there's one more question. You want to okay, ask it sure. Go ahead.
1: Um,
0: how to transition from being single to married. We should have put that in oh, the single section, right? Um, and we I are. We need
1: to have a single <laughs> I, I, podcast I think we should. Really in fact, right now, um, as you hear this
0: podcast, <laughs> you can send us questions again, um, to dbag dot com or .org, um, or social media, yes. write questions in the comments when we, uh, post this podcast. If you're, our next podcast, in fact, we, let's say it right now, our next podcast yeah. is going to be a singles, focus on the single people.
1: Yes, we were single too. single, <laughs> so we were
0: single, and now we're not so single. Um A single podcast. So this person is asking, um, the person, how to transition from being single to married. Real quick, I'll say, number one, the best advice I got was from one of my mentors uh, at that time was Reber, Pastor Rebert Harris. And he told me being a single man mm-hmm. is preparation for being a married man. Yes. And what he meant by that was I was getting my finances together. Yes. I was getting my emotional and spiritual health together. Absolutely. I was getting my physical health together. Absolutely. We need to get that back Absolutely. on. Uh, I, was, I was getting, um, learning how to hear from God for myself. Self, exactly. And now I'm doing all those things for my family, right? Absolutely. The same financial things I was getting and learning as a single man. I'm just doing that as a husband now. The same physical fitness that I was aspiring for, I am working my best (laughs) to do as a husband now. Move challenge. Yes, move, hashtag move challenge. Um, The same um, way I hear from God as a single man for myself, I'm hearing from God for my family. So you transition from singleness to marriage by being a really good single Single person person and enjoying your singleness. Absolutely. And then when you meet that person, being a friend with them, and learning and transitioning together.
1: Absolutely. And I think it goes the same with women too. And that's what I did. Um, you know, especially running off the guard, you know, hearing what he's saying about your life. But also practical try and cook. <laughs> yeah, <true>. Make something. <laughs> you know, just learn a dish or two or three or four, you know, um, and cook for your friends and family. Invite them. Um, talk to your mother. Your mother's full of knowledge. If you have yeah. a mother, or fi- seek, you know, wisdom from a mother figure. A mother figure, exactly, because they've been doing it. Yeah. Especially, my mom has been married. Was married to my dad for over four. They were together for forty three years. You know, so I, I seek wisdom's Like, okay, what do I do with this? How do I do that? You know, and because uh, most of singles always ask advice from single person. Yeah. That person is also single. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so do not go to exactly. not, they they wouldn't when you
0: not, go to a, a a health and fitness trainer you hope the health and fitness trainer is no, is healthy and fit. Exactly.
1: Exactly. You don't go to
0: single people for marriage advice, no, right? Not or for at all. or from dating advice, right? Exactly kind of know your source
1: absolutely so you transition with preparing yourself and that's kind of what i did is because one thing that we as women don't realize and i want you to and i will you know obviously say it on the next podcast is that that man is also praying for a woman Mm -hmm. for god to bless him with a woman so how are you going to be a blessing to him
0: well, that is all the time we have for now. I know. We hope you got value. <laughs> we so Send back. us more questions, <laughs> please. We can do listener back questions every week if you guys have sent us so many questions. Absolutely. We can do a whole singles podcast for the next one if you guys want that. Because there's so much to dig into that question yeah. because that's a big deal transition from singleness to marriage. Yeah. And how do you do that successfully and how do you start off with a bang, right? How do you avoid some of the trappings that come with being single to be married because it's going to be difficult it is, i i have a friend right challenge. now that um uh, that you know he's like hey dj i'm single and i'm planning on getting married how do i how do i do Absolutely. this and what do i you know and so i can give him some advice but there should be people in your life that you mentioned earlier that are mentors so
1: yes
0: share hope global podcast li- listeners we love you we yeah. appreciate you we are so I'll grateful you for you listening to us being here with us please rate and review, leave a uh, comment. Right now we have five stars. We That's got, awesome. <laughs> yeah. We're all five stars, but it's like seven people. So we need more. We need more. Keep it real. If you think we're a three star yeah. podcast, put it down. We hope you don't do that
1: though. If you have any suggestions. Exactly. You know, In you fact
0: know don't don't know. leave us three stars. Email us and give us a suggestion. We'll I mean, try we to improve. Then give us five stars. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, we love you. Uh, we'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to this podcast today. We hope that it blessed you. We hope that it encouraged you. We want to partner with you. Follow us on social media on Facebook and Instagram at Share Hope Global. Also, you can email us or go to our website at www.sharehopeglobal.com. We hope to hear from you soon.